My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul the Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo at Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And I'm Josh. And today we're here to talk about, crazy enough, Star Wars. I wanted to take a look back really quick from all of the, um, how crazy is it from all the stuff that we've had? Uh, Like, so for this year alone, we've had the Bad Batch. Um, the uh, the end of season two, the Mandalorian, Survivor, and then we've got Indiana Jones, Dow of Destiny, on the fifth. I mean, sorry, the fifth movie is going to be on June 29th. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, go get them. And then in <laughs> August, you got Ahsoka, and then Skeleton Crew at the end of the year. I think August is our main jumping point it'll be interesting to see what comes from august and ahsoka that's probably one of my major things is uh what kind of fans are we going to get back to the the series like what kind of who's going to come back because we all know that ahsoka is the fan favorite character right now um it's going to be interesting are we going to get the same kind of talk and the same kind of hype that we had for like mandalorian season one or are we just going to get some of a trickle through and we're going to see some fans and it, as I think we've talked about before, it's great to have Ahsoka finally back in live action, and now she gets her whole show. So it'll be interesting, the callback references. I mean, as we've spoken about before, this is basically, uh, as Dave Filoni doesn't want to say, this is season, the next season of uh, Rebels. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know, something I, I want to do is really make... hiding it, though. Yeah, well... I think he doesn't want to say that it is. It's just that, you know, like we're we're all kind of like, well, you know, at least we got another season of Rebels. And I'm like, no. I I I do from the everything that we've seen so far, it is looking like it's a more of a mature take, which I'm very happy about. Absolutely, because Rebels is for kids. It was for kids, absolutely. It was when it first came out. That's definitely changed um uh since the first season because of you going to the second third and fourth you you definitely have more adult themes especially that season two finale it yeah uh and and it's just like people saying like well the clone wars was for kids and people got beheaded a lot in that <laughs> so uh yeah <laughs> uh hello everyone good evening bright suns why did i just say that that's fine brightest of sons <laughs> yeah uh but yeah uh it's it's been a busy year for for lucasfilm and today uh is when they've added all of the first indiana jones films including the adventures of young indiana jones onto disney plus it's really exciting for fans of indiana jones including myself i woke up this morning all tired and then my eyes just went, oh, my gosh, today's the day. And I love finally. Yeah, I love seeing new new stuff being out of the Disney Plus. So I went on Disney Plus and sure enough, like it just had like a small Indiana Jones section. And they also added a 
special look for Dial of Destiny, and the special look was some of the footage that we saw at Celebration. Um, but yeah, so yeah, no, I, uh, I, I am very excited for for this month because not only is it you know the month approaching for the fifth movie, but for our Instagram, we are going to be doing a lot of fun um indiana jones facts now just not strictly for indiana jones but it's going to be all the crossover easter eggs and different things when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That um that have gone into the Star crystal Wars. skull. Exactly, because there is a crystal skull. What episode does it appear in? In the <laughs> <What> Clone <frame>? Wars, <laughs> season three. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a lot. There's a lot of Easter eggs. For example, which I will drop this fact soon. But uh, in the first. Um, in the first uh, episode of the Avengers of Young Indiana Jones, when the family is on the boat, they're having dinner with a ship captain. Ship captain is played by the actor who played Sio Bibble in uh, episodes one, two, and three. So he was in Indiana Jones before he was in Star Wars, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. But yeah, so there's going to be a lot of those fun facts um, for the entire month. And we even got a logo change, and we're going to be revealing that tomorrow uh, just for the month of June. Uh, but if you haven't yet, I would definitely watch Young Indy, and we're also going to do an article of why it's important to his story uh, going into the Dial of Destiny. But, yeah. Josh, um, what's, your favorite, um, what's your favorite Indiana Jones movie? I think me and my dad would say the third one. Oh, okay. Third one huh. easily. Yeah. Um, I personally like when I was a kid, I was very much of a, a gross out kid. So I loved anything that was like making you squirm. So uh, <laughs> the second episode was definitely awesome for that. But I would say 100% that the third one is my favorite. Okay. Yeah. So many quotable lines. I will say that one has the most quotable lines of all the, all the Indiana Jones movies. I didn't know you could fly a plane. Fly, yes. And the... Him and his dad, like for Sean Connery, was a perfect choice. Yeah, they work really well off each other, and I think that that was like honestly still one of my favorite films of all time. And that was also ironic too, because of the the basis of what Indiana Jones is is he's he's like the American version of James Bond. So, <laughs> uh, and. And Steven Spielberg actually wanted to make a James Bond movie, but the studio at the time making James Bond told him no. So he's like, okay, well then I'm going to make make my own thing. And then it's ironic years later, like after that, that he's like, okay, well, how about we have James Bond himself like join <laughs> Indiana Jones? And I think, um, I I I think it was a fantastic idea. I loved how uh, how different it was, and it gave Indiana Jones. Um, like it, it gave the character more 
more depth and it kind of give you a reason why of why he is the way he is because he's very similar to his dad but he doesn't like to admit it and it was i think it it brings a lot of humility to the character and in comparison of the the first movie and the second movie where you have him being like this hero who is so flawless in everything that he does even when he messes up he still gets everything done correctly where then he has his dad there being the one to be the fool and the joker and it's like you got your name from the dog like <laughs> like yeah. it's it's a whole bunch of fun little uh parts that i feel like his dad would only be the would really be the only person that could uh make fun of indy and have it feel proper yes yeah and and i love um have you heard the story about the crystal skull of where George uh, George came to Stephen and he was just like, okay, so it's going to be taking place in the 50s. Let's do aliens. And then Spielberg was like, I just, I just had a, I just got done doing a film that had aliens. I don't want to do aliens again, like for a while. Let's not do aliens. And then he was like, okay. He, he comes back and I was like, all right, I like have a, n- a new plot. It's going to be interdimensional beings. And then Spielberg was like, okay, great. But they're going to look like aliens. And then he's like, okay, so they're aliens. He's like, no, they're not. So so if someone tells you that it's aliens in, uh, in the Crystal Skull, they're wrong because they're interdimensional beings, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> It's it's it, it they're going to space. They are going to the space between spaces. <laughs> a, a question that I have for you is: Do you think, in by the end of your lifetime, you will see a new project by Lucasfilm, like a new IP? I'm hoping completely new. And would you be on board with that, or would you like where it is set now to where we don't like of the three ones that we currently have is being like Willow. Indiana Jones and um, Star Wars. Well, they have done a couple of different ones that that weren't part of that of those three um, franchises because you because you've got the movie Red Tails, um, and I believe that was Lucasfilm. I'm pretty sure that was, uh, and there was also some other animated ones, and because George wanted to try something new. And I think they they definitely could. I would be more on board if George was more involved. Uh, but but that's just me. Because um, the, the ones I know, it's like American Graffiti, yeah. Star Wars, um, Willow, and Indiana Jones. Yeah. Are their main franchises. And I've always wondered if we were going, if we'll end, ever end up pushing into a whole new IP. And. If you could bring George Lucas back, what kind of IP would you like for him to start touching on? I would probably want him to take another crack at the whole fantasy thing. Okay. Uh, I think he would do great with it. Because, and... I mean, we've already had Willow. So... Yeah. Okay, so if it was me, I would want a, a weird West. So... The whole theme of having the Wild West, but there's something either supernatural or alien side happening. Weird West is kind of like uh, Jonah Hex, or if you've ever seen that Will Smith movie, like I believe it's Wild Wild West. Yes, Blue. yeah. Yeah, um, where something interesting is happening that wouldn't have happened back then. However, it's set in the West time period, and I feel like 
he can get his trains in there. You could put planes in there. You can have your whole kind of Western theme. However, like something I would love for him to do was tackle some like spiritual stuff. Whereas in like, you got your spirits and your, your uh, werewolves and your vampires, but placed in like a, a Western side. I would love to see that from a Lucasfilm perspective. That honestly sounds like something George Lucas would. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, he he would probably be the one that would come up with that kind of stuff and some type of twist you. on a mm-hmm. on a on a, a modern classic. Uh, let's dive into the news. All right, uh, this is something we've talked about in the past, and I feel like it's not that big of news, like to me, anyways, because we all know like that's still happening, but. Um, Taika TT said recently that his Star Wars movie is still happening. And the main quote from this interview is, I've got a really good idea. And that's that's really it. So it's... Um, Tag and think, baby! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'm... They didn't announce anything at Celebration about it. They, which I thought for sure that that was going to be one of the main directors going up. Um, but There's we've talked about Japan. it. Yeah, <laughs> Japan. Unfortunately, we are stuck in that uh, the writers' problem right now with our writer yes. strike. So, yep. I wouldn't doubt that we're going to get some delays on um, the story side for movies at the moment. Yeah. But I mean, it sucks because we just went through COVID, and that, of course, you know, uh, set us back in movie length. But then we have a writer strike, which is going to set us back in movie length again. But hopefully, by the time we hit Japan level, we'll get a whole bunch of new stuff, and hopefully, they'll show uh, the new films as well. Yeah, or at least some of the new films. Yeah, yeah. I. Um, what's your I hopes heard. for Taika's film? If you could have like. Something you want, like I don't know how many films you've seen by Taika. Um, I'm gonna assume it's mostly just your big budget films where you're like the Marvel side. I don't know if you've seen um, the other ones he's done from before. What's the one that takes place during World War Two and it's Jojo like, Rabbit? Yes, yes, I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be one of the only other ones I've seen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean for me, I like I I love him to, to pieces. He he brings a comedy level that is great. Um I know that a lot of people were disappointed with what uh ended up becoming of the newest uh, Thor movie because it was non-stop comedy. It never had a, a a break or any breaks on the the comedy level. But I feel like him coming to Star Wars and making something like whether it is a movie to a TV show, I think that he can bring something fresh to Star Wars and bringing a comedy level to Star Wars is of a full movie in comedy has never been done before. It's in comics, it's in books, but we've never had just straight comedy. And I think that would be very fresh for Star Wars. I think that would be very interesting. Uh, I know we've talked about them doing something with the characters Tag and Bink. I think that would be a, a lot of fun mm-hmm. of of where it's got to do something with like the main 
the main storyline, but then you got these side characters that were actually in the original like films, and that I mean, but we're seeing it from their point of view. I I, mm. I think something in the lines of that will, would be very interesting. I am I'm very hopeful to see where it goes, but I don't think we want a Thor Love and Thunder type situation with Star Wars. Uh, and I think depending as in. As in what? Because I here's the difference between I think like Star Wars and Marvel is that Marvel requires you to have a serious moment at right. least. Where and I, I feel like even with them having the entire universe and timelines and dimensions and all this, I still feel like the serious elements are so needed to keep you gripped in characters. Whereas he could easily make a film that is purely comedy and only joking around and it still fits into star Wars and no one would be annoyed with it. So, right. Uh, to be honest, it just needs to work. I don't want it to be forced because we've had some forced comedy in there. And I remember watching force awakens and hearing some of the jokes in there. And I was like, eh. like, why? But then you go to Rogue One, and every line that K2SO uh, said, he nailed it. And I laughed. It was funny. It made sense. It was an awkward silence, like in the beginning of Force Awakens, of where Kylo and Poe were staring off. And he's like, okay, do you talk first? I talk first. Like, it, it, it wasn't like that. It was... It... To me, those lines are kind of forced in Force Awakens. When have you ever you... seen um, what we do in the shadows? Uh, no, people keep telling me I need to watch it. I, I will eventually. I think you'd really like it. It's see, I it's it's Taika's brand of comedy on full blast. Like it is a hundred percent Taika's comedy, and okay. I really, really want that in Star Wars. It's it's hard to explain what it's like. Um, whereas I would say like other comedians, like, I don't know, you know, you know, Sasha Barrett Cohen by any chance. Yes. So like his comedy is his own thing yeah. and it's like completely differentiated. Whereas same thing with Taika. That's why I feel like it's hard sometimes when it comes to Marvel to fit his brand of comedy in it. If it is not his own kind of creation where it's like, you're already constrained by all these Marvel things and it's, it's so big budgeted that like, hey, we got to keep you on the same track. And a lot of the times, if it's nonstop jokes, it's not going to fit in the Marvel universe and it's not going to feel comfortable. And I feel like we got a lot of that back from the audience when it came to the Marvel stuff is it didn't feel like a comfortable amount of comedy. Right. However, in Star Wars, I feel like you have more of an opportunity to make a proper comedy in whichever way you like. And I, I feel like if... We bring more comedians into Star Wars. I feel like that could be super healthy as long as it's not a full-fledged movie that is expected to make, air quotes, money for the company. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it definitely will be a very interesting take because we've never had something like that before. But I think it – I'm hoping it will be successful. But only time will tell. And when they actually announce when that film's happening, just like the Ryan Johnson trilogy – uh since 2018 is when they're like hey guess what he's gonna be doing his own trilogy we haven't seen anything and he keeps popping up in different interviews and he's like yeah it's still happening but it's like is it though is it 
So, yeah, that will be very interesting. Uh, and for Skeleton Crew, um, which, again, some news popped up this week saying what we've been saying for a bit, which was, oh, it's going to be coming out this uh, um correct <laughs> this like winter and stuff and i'm like well yeah we've known that for a while well, well why is this news blowing up we're like oh, okay cool but that's again i'm super super excited for that uh because skeleton crew is gonna have that it's gonna have that amblin studio vibe so it, it's and this is something i've been saying for a bit where it's gonna feel like it's from the eighties and it's going to have the feeling of ET and the Goonies and a tiny bit of stranger things in there. And I think that's a great idea because I wanted the chance to, um, I remember putting in those, uh, I remember getting a copy of them on VHS and putting them in the VCR. And I would just watch those kind of movies on Saturday mornings. And it and I, oh man, I'm telling you right now, if like the, if they execute the uh, the timing of everything for the show and they make it feel like that, that's got that's probably going to be one of my favorite Star Wars projects um, that has come out because I I love shows and movies like that. And doing that in a Star Wars setting is going to be very interesting. It also is the second most expensive show ever made in in history, because number one still is uh, Rings of Rings power. of Power, baby. Rings of Power. But yeah. Uh, and today, well, and today we are going to reveal um, from an article of who the writers are because of the official writers of the show have been put on the uh the guild of uh guild of america um on their official website the page confirms that ford and watts the creator of the upcoming series uh has wrote six episodes out of the eight uh so is that is that is that christopher ford yes okay so yeah he's done like homecoming so spider-man homecoming yeah so yeah, and uh, John, yeah, and John Watts is the other um, person, and then for uh, for the other ones, you have Myung Joe Wesner. Um, they have done career opportunities and murder. Uh, she did. She did the sh- she did the show Mayhem and The Devil's Mouth. Have you heard any of those projects? Uh, have I seen them? Yes. No. Okay. Same. <laughs> hmm. I mean, what what? It's funny that two one one of the writers is from. Uh, has done uh, Spider-Man one of the, and one of them has directed the Spider-Man yeah. film. Yeah. But it is the Spider-Man films that have dealt with the, the coming of age stories. So I think that is a perfect fit for Absolutely. a home vibe where um, they're trying that like Stranger Things feel, Goonies feel. I think we've talked about that before. 
where it, it really clicks. And the trailer that we saw over at Celebration clicks so hard. It yes. is great. Um, I couldn't pick better people to start like writing and looking into trying to get that uh, that actual kind of 80s connection for our char- like characters into the home again. And I think a Star Wars take on that is going to be amazing. Um, what they're doing with that budget, don't know as of now, but you know, it's like, can't wait to see it, what they come up with. From the stuff that we saw from the trailer, it looked very, it looked very interesting. I definitely got a Star Tours vibe at one point. Do you remember from the original Star Tours of where they come out at, of where he, where the ship comes out of hyperspace and, and they go into like the crystal field and all the crystals are coming out. Like, uh, I remember seeing a shot like that and then seeing Vane, the the pirate kind of kneel down and the camera shot that they have uh, in, in like in certain scenes definitely felt like it was directed by Steven Spielberg. And that's really what the Amblin studio vibe means. Be a movie that kind of reminded me of his hook. Oh, yeah. That trailer yeah. threw me for a loop and it reminded me of hook. Yeah. Uh except it didn't have the um it didn't have the uh, cold play the yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah no no i am excited for that i think that show is going to be great and then we have the acolytes coming out uh and again from all the stuff that we saw from that trailer too i'm so pumped that's super we're, we're super pumped my oh, shirt oh my gosh yeah. oh yeah thank you <laughs> yeah how did you how did you feel about the change of the logo? Because because that kind of threw me off at first. I like it. It is yeah. a little bit more palatable to the average audience. I I like it. I can see that posted up on a, a red carpet. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Um, and then for game wise, how many times have you beaten uh, Jedi Survivor so far? Two times over. Um, okay. I would say the, the 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 first one's a bit of a, a blitz run, and you collect as many things as possible. And I collected every single chest um, and did all the exploring and stuff. And then I moved into being able to play back the game at the harder difficulties and seeing where the mechanics really come in. Um, great game. Still looking forward to seeing uh, the future of our gaming since... Interesting enough, we still have in June. We're getting the new Xbox previews, so yes, could have something Star Wars there. Don't know as of yet. The thing is, we still have the uh, so EA is still kind of partnered with Microsoft right now. They're still doing their EA Play for Game Pass. Um, with that, I think that they could reveal something Star Wars, something new, maybe. That's... Don't know as of just yet. That's the dream. <laughs> That's the dream. Um, also, would absolutely love for them to do, like, because they have Bethesda, is to being able to see that Indiana Jones game. Yes. Oh, man. I, I, I really would love that. I was, someone was giving me crap the other day because I haven't played the Uncharted games. And I was like, I've, I've got them downloaded. Good games. Good games. I was told to skip the first two and just go and three dive. is good okay and dive straight I, into three and four 
I don't know. Have you seen The Librarians by any chance? The TV show? Oh, I think I watched one episode. Have you, you know, The Mummy? Yeah. Okay. I think of like a more modern mummy okay. movie, like the original. I loved, I love those movies. I don't think we talk about the third one. Brendan Fraser original. Yeah. But the first two were amazing. Mm-hmm. And I hope they revive that soon because I know Brendan Fraser wants to come back. But yeah, you know, I, um, did you ever watch the fan film that Nathan Fillion made for? No. Oh, it's so good. Um, he made a fan film of Uncharted uh, a couple of years back, and it was <laughs> really, really good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's really it for Star Wars news this week. Uh, tune in every Thursday as we uh, drop the droid of the week. Uh, tomorrow is going to be our second one. Uh, stay tuned for that because Hunter and I love dropping the info. We're also working on a small project of our own, which is super, super exciting. Uh, I was filming some of that stuff for, for yesterday. Uh, and thank you to everyone that is part of our Patreon. We love you all. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. Um, we are so excited to bring you all more content. I know we've been doing more fact po- uh, more fact posts on our Instagram and you guys have all been loving it. So we're going to keep doing it. The goal was to turn that into a fact page anyway. So I'm glad that <coughs> it's turning out great. And in that sense, you can also follow us on YouTube, uh, Star Wars Stuff Podcast. And we're also on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast, Twitter at Stuff Pod, our Patreon at Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187. We're also on TikTok, search Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We have email, starwarsstuffpodcast at gmail.com. This is a very recurring theme. I I, I, I guess it makes sense because her name is Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Speaking of which, go on Facebook because we have the Star Wars Stuff group and Star Wars Stuff Podcast page. You can also go on Apple Podcasts and give us a review, even though it's all about David. And then we have our own website. Take a guess of what the name of the website is, Josh. This has something to do with Star Wars Stuff Podcast. It's the Star Wars Stuff Podcast.com. Go on there. And we're also on <laughs> Twitch, Star Wars Stuff Gaming. We love you all. We're very excited. Tune in for the month of June. Um, if you're not an Indiana Jones fan now, by the end of it, you you might be because I'm going to be spamming everyone with all this Star Wars slash Indiana Jones knowledge that is that has been just hiding in the back of my brain since I was a kid. So I'm really, really excited to get into it. But with that being said, may the force be with you. Always. May the force be with you.